Attention passengers, we ask that you please fasten your seatbelts at this time and secure all baggage underneath your seat or in the overhead compartments. Flyover Country with Scott Jennings is prepared for takeoff. I'm Scott Jennings, and here's my latest comment. I've been pondering a recent comment from my friend and fellow commentator, Dr. Ricky Jones of the University of Louisville, about who is and isn't considered a black person in good standing in the United States of America. But let's come back to that. Last week, Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer announced his retirement, and President Joe Biden said he would only consider appointing an African-American woman to replace him. Many Republicans scoffed at the idea of race and gender being the threshold qualifications for this appointment, with academic scholarship and legal experience rendered secondary. This, in turn, caused Democrats to, of course, claim that Republicans are racist. One popular Democratic talking point is that 108 out of 115 Supreme Court justices have been white men, and they have a point. Government should reflect all of America, and public service should be attractive to our best and brightest, no matter their gender or race. Of course, there's only one African-American on the Supreme Court now, and Joe Biden desperately tried to destroy him. As Senate Judiciary Committee chairman in 1991, Biden orchestrated what now Justice Clarence Thomas called a high-tech lynching before voting against him. If Biden had his way, the talking point would be 109 out of 115. Biden's disgraceful treatment of Thomas is but one example of then-Senator Biden working hard to keep highly qualified women and people of color off the federal bench. When President George W. Bush nominated several non-white men to the judiciary, including Priscilla Owen, a woman, Janice Rogers Brown, an African-American woman, and Miguel Estrada, a Hispanic man, Biden and the Senate Democrats couldn't stomach the thought of their possible ascendance to the Supreme Court. So they used the Jim Crow filibuster, that's Biden's description of it, not mine, to block their nominations. Even after a bipartisan gang of 14 broke the Senate logjam, Biden voted against confirming these qualified, diverse appointees. Brown did make it to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, prompting Biden to go on national television a few weeks later to threaten to filibuster the highly qualified African-American woman if Bush decided to move her up to the Supreme Court. Too often, when presented with a chance to make the federal judiciary look more like America, Biden used his power to stand in the way of racial diversity. But why? The answer, it seems, lies in the modern liberal philosophy of who is allowed to be considered a minority in good standing. Biden gave voice to this theory during his 2020 campaign when he told a radio talk show host, quote, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, you ain't black. It is as offensive now as it was then, but Biden is hardly the only liberal who subscribes to this thinking. Which brings me back to my friend, Dr. Ricky Jones. He said, quote, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron doesn't count in the black conversation any more than the likes of Clarence Thomas. He wrote that on the pages of the Louisville Courier-Journal. Now, Cameron, if you don't know, is the first individually elected black statewide official in Kentucky history. And during his campaign, he dealt with several racist attacks, from being dragged into court by white out-of-state lawyers who ludicrously alleged that he wasn't qualified, he clearly was, and a court quickly ruled as such, to a white liberal newspaper cartoonist at the Lexington Herald-Leader, depicting him as carrying the robes of a Ku Klux Klansman. But in the estimation of President Biden and Dr. Jones, 
Cameron doesn't count any more than Thomas because neither meets their political standard for what constitutes a black person in good standing. Or put in a way that would have made sense to people in the 18th and 19th centuries, they're of defective stock and should be discarded. After 50 years in Washington, Biden finally found religion on bringing diversity to the federal judiciary. Republicans and Democrats alike can rejoice that an African-American woman will ascend to the highest court, even if Biden did a tremendous disservice to his eventual nominee with his upfront qualifiers, which, by the way, over three quarters of Americans disagree with, according to an ABC News poll that came out last weekend. You don't have to love the political ideology of Biden's eventual nominee, and I'm sure conservatives won't, to give her more respect than liberals give the average black conservative. My initial reaction upon hearing Breyer's announcement was that perhaps Senate Republicans should just vote against Biden's pick to pay back intransigent Democrats who made a mockery of the confirmations of Justice Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett. But after thinking about Biden's career behavior and the corrosive idea that African Americans must strictly adhere to a liberal political ideology to be counted as a black person in good standing, I'm coming around to the idea that Senate Republicans may want to offer support for this new justice, showing a maturity that today's Democrats can't seem to muster when the tables are turned. If Senate Republicans choose the high road, the message to black Americans would be clear. We respect you and consider you to be an American in good standing, even as people like President Biden, Dr. Jones, and everyone else on the progressive left lie in wait should you get out of line. I'm Scott Jennings. That's my latest comment. Thanks for listening to Flyover Country. We sincerely appreciate everyone who's joined the Flyover Country podcast community. We look forward to having you back next week with a great roundtable and more special guests to come. Thanks. Flyover Country with Scott Jennings is a production of Bluegrass Media Lab, coming to you from the heart of middle America, Louisville, Kentucky. If you like what you heard, subscribe to Flyover Country on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Five-star reviews will help us keep making the content that you love. To find my latest television hits, columns, and other commentary, go to scottjenningsky.com. And you can also find me at scottjenningsky on Twitter and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, Make sure your seat backs and folding trays are in their full upright position. Cabin crew, please take your seats for landing and thank you for choosing Flyover Country with Scott Jennings.